pose a conundrum to you. A riddle, if you will. Oh, gnarly! I've been waiting all day for that, pal. Pay attention to me, boy. I'm not just talking to hear my head roar. the only one where the clouds just like suck the life out of you <laughs> good morning everybody welcome to our hump day edition of music gumbo here on 92.7 kocf burnt ridge community radio andy goldfinger sitting in with you be here until 2 p.m and you're going to want to stick around today folks because at noon o'clock we're going to be talking to donna jean Godchow for as long as she wants <laughs> we will not take breaks we will speak as long as that woman wants also got on tap today plenty of new music john hyatt john batiste ray zaragoza saint vincent and then we also have from the pantry imelda may the mavericks we got some fish cowboy junkies buddy miles wild steed the specials ma rainey and the regulars we got the feats the knobs talking heads and more 
Plus, birthdays for Nina Lee Oscar of War and Dougie Thompson of Supertramp. We're going to start things off with something from Mr. Jason Sine. Yes, seems only fitting as we're going to be talking to Don a little bit later on. He, of course, is alongside Mike Campbell in the Dirty Knobs, but he's got some solo stuff, too. He likes to uh, fancy himself as a Grateful Dead fan. It's KOCF. Good morning.
Cheryl Crow, along with Emmylou Harris, joining forces on uh, Cheryl's album Threads. That's Nobody's Perfect. John Hyatt with the Jerry Douglas Band, All the Lilacs in Ohio from the Leftover Feelings, and Jason Sine doing Birdsong. That's actually an unreleased version of that song, but I happen to get my paws on it. You've made your way to Music Gumbo. If you're just stumbling on in, Andy Goldfinger, your musical consigliere, sitting in, broadcasting live from the Flying Eye Studios, high atop the 15th floor of the Farva Building in beautiful downtown Vanita. 
We'll be sitting down at 12 o'clock, actually 12.05, right after News Wraps with Donna Jean Godshow. And uh, I think we should play some Grateful Dead, don't you? It's 92.7 KOCF.
the street Let's say where you're going Or somewhere Just being their own
like a boogie. Can't wait to see them once the plague has lifted. That is the Dirty Knobs from the Reckless Abandon album. Do not, under any circumstances, knock the boogie. That is Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs. Leo Kotke and Mike Gordon, eight miles high from their noon album. That is Mike Gordon of Fish. And we heard Fish bounce around the room. Eel Grateful Dead with Mississippi Half Step Uptown Toodaloo. From the Wake of the Flood album, we must take care of the business. I will get in so much trouble if we don't play this now. I'll tell you, it's adding up because that's an old spot. We are over $500 now that we have collected from our bottle drop uh, program. So that is a real easy way to help out KOCF, just like it did last week in our fundraising efforts. And again, what an amazing community you people are. Over $3,000. We didn't quite get to 4000 although the week's not over, and the website is still there. As they say, the interweb never sleeps. So you can go to kocf.org at any time, click on the Donate Now button, and who knows, maybe by the end of the week we can get to that 4000 The Big E. Oh, yeah, big day for Elvis, 23 years old, sworn in as private number 53310761 for his two-year hitch. 78 bucks a month he got. I said, see, 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 right up. Oh, see, what you have done. I said, see, 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 right up. Oh, see, what you have done. Oh, girl, you made me love you. Oh, no, 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 you love me, man. Well, what I say, well, I'm going away, baby. And I'm going away, baby And I won't be back to fall Well, if I find me a good girl I wanna, wanna, wanna be back at all Hear what I say I said, see, 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 right Oh, see, what you have done
see right. I said, see, see, 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 see right. I said, see.
David Byrne and St. Vincent. Uh, it's from her album, actually. Love this giant. The album, uh, song's called Lazarus. That's actually they used to call me Lazarus because I used to love to sleep. Little Junior and the, the Blue Flames with Mystery Train and Elvis, the Big E, starting things off. Thank you very much. With the CC Riders, uh, 23 years old today. 78 bucks a month he got for being a private in the U.S. Army back in 1958. Crazy. And I, I, quickly, I just want to say thank you to Lenny for helping me resolve some live on-air technical issues, thankfully, before we got to call and uh, talk to Donna Jean Godchow. How about some feet for that?
This is Rosie Flores, and you're listening to Music Gumbo on 92.7, KOCF, LP, Benita, Fernridge Community Radio, and keep on listening, because these guys play the good stuff. Thank you so much.
That's John Batiste from that new album, We Are, Show Me the Way, featuring Zadie Smith helping out on the vocals. Rosie Flores, oh, she's just such a wonderful lady and such a, a sweet, sweet person. Anyway, slice it. She's she's a good one. Simple Case of the Blues, the name of that album, and Love Don't Love Nobody. And the Feats, starting it off with Feats Don't Fail Me Now from the Hot Cakes and Outtakes that was released a couple years ago. We've got to take a break, take care of the business. Oh, yeah, then I got the new moon jelly roll Freedom Rockers. And I'll tell you, coming up later on today, what is today anyway? Oh, Wednesday, Jazz Cafe with Stu Burgess, although I think Stu is on vacation uh, today, so he will not, it will be a, it will be a, some form of the Jazz Cafe. The Funk and Soul Review at 6, Voodoo Lounge, Music of the Rolling Stones at 7, The Little Feet Radio Hour at 8, live from the Oregon Country Fair at 9, and the Golden Days of Radio at 10 p.m. And now, uh, this, I really liking this stuff. It's the New Moon Jelly Roll Freedom Rockers. They got Charlie Musselwhite helping them out on this. It's Blackwater on 92.7 KOCF, Bird Ridge Community Radio. It is Music Gumbo for this Wednesday. Don't be afraid. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell people you don't like.
bloody well right You got a bloody right to say Right You're bloody well right You know you got a right to say
David Lindley and Wally Ingram here on KOCF. Coop from Tennessee from Twango Wango Deluxe. Super Trap with Bloody Well Right and Dougie Thompson, bass player of Super Trap, born on this day in 1951. Wow, 70 years old. Imelda May, How Bad Can a Good Girl Be? from her album Love, Life, Flesh, Blood, uh, Some in some fashion of that order. And the New Moon, Jelly Roll Freedom Rockers with Black Water. Uh, getting some help from Charlie Musselwhite. On that one, you've made your way to Music Combo here on 92.7 KOCF. We are Fern Ridge Community Radio. And normally I would have a Beatles selection for you, but there's just too much going on today trying to resolve things. But I do got a birthday. Lee Oscar from War, harmonica player. Used to be the harmonica player. Now my buddy Stan is playing harmonica. I got a good, we'll play, maybe we'll play the story. Stan will tell you how he bumped Lee out of there. Coming up at noon.
when they took, when they took
Hi, this is Stanley Barons from the band War. You're listening to KOCF, Danita, Oregon, Fern Ridge Community Radio. green gown sneers at the grassy ground blue are the life-giving waters taken for granted they quietly understand once happy turquoise armies lay opposite ready but wonder why the fight is on but they're bold as love just as Trophies of war and ribbons of euphoria. Orange is young and full of daring, but very unsteady for the first go round. My yellowing is hazy, not so mellow. In fact, I'm trying to say it's frightened like me. And all these emotions of mine keep holding me from giving my life to a rainbow like you.
That's the way it goes here at KOCF. <laughs> what else we hear in there? We had the JJ Soul Band in front of that. Then we also did hear Joan Osborne. Yeah, Axis Bold as Love from her House Sweet It Is album. And War starting things off with Slipping Into Darkness, the full version of that. Lee Oscar, born on this day in 1948, plays himself some harmonica. I did find the snippet of Stan Barron's talking about how he replaced Lee, but... 
we're we're running out of time because in 15 minutes we're going to be talking to Donna Jean Gottschow. Some serious vibing going on with the uh, Cummins brothers on Friday evenings. Uh, right after Jack Cummins, well, you got Sean Cummins in sound system, dub and reggae. Uh, it's just been some cool stuff he's been playing the last couple of weeks since he started that show. Got brand new stuff here. This is Ray Zaragoza from the Woman in Color album, Fight Like a Girl.
Jade Bird here on KOCF. Side effects from her debut effort, the late Tom Petty, along with his Heartbreakers, Licensed to Kill from the Bob Dylan 30th anniversary, which I think was more than already 30 years ago. It's strange. <laughs> Ray Zaragoza, Fight Like a Girl from her Woman in Color album. My name is Andy Goldfinger. This would be Music Gumbo here on 92.7 KOCF. Burnridge Community Radio coming up in just moments. Not only do you have news wraps with Eddie Almgren, but I will be talking live with Donna Jean Gachow. Her name may sound familiar to some of you. She was in she was in a band a lot of folks have heard of. I think it's Grateful Grateful Dead. Yeah, Grateful Dead. That was that was the name of the band. So we, we might talk about that a little bit. But she's got other stuff going on. There is not only life after, but. Man, talk about a life before. Holy moly. So don't go away. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell the people you don't like. Find a deadhead somewhere. It's KOCF 92.7. 
Well, the news has concluded, and so has Donna's song, and I'm hopeful that she is on the phone. Donna Gotchow, are you there? I certainly am, and it's God's show. Gotcha. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, well, I've only been mispronouncing it for 40-plus years, so. Oh, everybody does it. <laughs> it's the perfect way to start things off. Thank you for taking the time to join me this afternoon. I appreciate it so much. It is a true privilege to talk to you. Well, hello, Andy, and hello, Eugene, Oregon. I love it. So I love it there. We were talking the, uh, just before we came on that you, you have spent a few times in Eugene, and you know the area well. Well, not that well, but um, I played there several times in different situations with different bands, and so I... I I really have enjoyed every time I've been there. It's so, a lovely place with lovely people. So now we just heard the song Shelter, which you actually wrote quite some time ago, but you've re-recorded and re-released it. And mm-hmm. I've it's strange how many folks I've talked to that have almost written songs that are premonitions of, of where we are. What made you go back in and redo it this time around? Well, first of all, Jeff Matson and I wrote it. Uh, he wrote the chord structure. I wrote the melody and the lyrics. And so we were collaborators on this song. But the reason that we went back and did it, uh, what, two reasons. One is it, the original recording that we did with Donna Jean and the Tricksters was okay, but it left something to be desired when it turned out not to be exactly what we had in mind. It just didn't come off strong enough. 
And so Jeff and I, all these years, had talked about uh, doing something to it and really making it uh, what we wanted it to be. And then number two was the fact that you're right. Everything in that song is just totally current with what not only is going on in America, but what is going on all over the world. It's crazy out there. And so the song Shelter uh, not only talks about the things that we have to overcome, but that there is shelter for the soul and that's the only place we have to hide right now. <laughs> you know, it's it's tough out there. And we decided that those two reasons, the song being so pertinent to today and the fact that we wanted, had always wanted to do this anyway, was more than enough to get us back in the studio. Did that trip you out as you guys are going back in and you're and you're singing the song and you go and you're thinking Okay, this is this is really this has got to be strange. How could I have known? Well, I remember when I wrote the song, there was something going on overseas somewhere, and it was very uh, horrible. And there was a lot of warfare, and I don't remember exactly what the circumstance was, but that's where I got you know some of the ideas you know, for especially the second verse, you know, peeking through the cracks and, you know, th- there's sounds of war and all that. Um, I can't even remember now what that was, but uh, the fact is it, it's even more current today than it was then by a hundredfold. We've had, you know... Um, We've had the whole nine yards. We've had the climate change. We've had, I mean, you name it. (laughs) We've had it, you know, in the past couple of years, and especially in the past year with this pandemic. And uh, so I, you know, I want to be what I can as far as contributing something uh, to the day that we're living in today. Now, so there. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there's one particular band I want to ask you some questions about, but before that, there's people that probably don't know that Donna had a life before the Grateful Dead, a, a rather full life before the Grateful Dead. I mean, you sang with Elvis, back up with Elvis. You sang back up for Percy Sledge. What was it like playing with the Muscle Shoals group and, and singing back up with, with those things before you had even thought about the Grateful Dead? Well, yeah, I I started out doing demos at Fame Recording here in Muscle Shells when I was 15, 16. And the fact of the matter is, is that all of us, the Muscle Shells, Swampers, all of the musicians around here, we all grew up together and we were all friends. We hung out together and we were music lovers together and when recording studios started popping up here in the Muscle Shoals area it we just all gravitated to that and landed there and um it wasn't 
it was very organic in that it wasn't uh, a corporation grabbing a musician here and a musician there and putting together a band. We were just already a band of brothers and sisters, counting myself. <laughs> and uh, so it was a very organic, natural thing that happened. And we're still good friends today, really good friends today. I mean, it seems like it's it's almost like the, the neighborhood atmosphere of getting together to play Kick the Can, except you guys were going to, to kick the can at the studio. Exactly. Yeah. So were there, Pretty much. Were there things that you, it, being in those early days and the studios are popping up, were there things that you were able to glean from all of that as you moved to the Grateful Dead, which was, a, a, which was basically a corporation? Well, of course I gleaned from Muscle Shells. I, I really learned the intricacies of harmony singing with someone else. The harmony singing I had done was when I would listen to the radio when I was younger and pick out parts myself and sing with the radio and sing the harmony parts. But now I had a vocal group that I was in called Southern Comfort, and so learning how to sing with people and learning the dynamics of harmonics and everything, I absolutely learned in Muscle Shoals and carried it with me uh, across the United States to California and the Grateful Dead. And I wouldn't take anything for either of those situations. And I always say that that Muscle Shoals and San Francisco slash the Grateful Dead are the two arms of who I am musically. I've I've got both in my blood and in my soul, and um, I don't think they're going to go anywhere. They're going to be here around me as long as I'm me, and as long as I'm here. I would think so. Now, how how was it that you ended up with with the Dead? What brought you west, and and how did that meeting take place? Well, I just always wanted to go to California, and I had been a successful session vocalist, uh, both in Memphis and, and in Muscle Shoals, and it sang on hit records, and so I had been in that vocal group for about five years, and I just wanted a change. I wanted adventure, so when I went out to California, it was not necessarily for anything musical. In fact, I'd only heard tale of the Grateful Dead, and I thought, ooh, what a horrible name, <laughs> you know. So I had never heard any of their music or, you know, nothing like that. I just wanted a new adventure in my life, and I had always wanted to go to California. And so I hopped on a plane and went out there, and, and of course, soon and very soon, I was thrust into the world of all these people in San Francisco, who were deadheads, and they made me go to a concert. They made me go. I know the feeling. <laughs> and uh, it was totally magical, and the Grateful Dead was on them. Oh, they were so on. It was just absolutely magical. And I turned to whoever was sitting next to me, like I said, because I didn't go out there necessarily to do any singing, I went out there for adventure, and boy, did I get it. <laughs> but I turned, 
to the person next to me, and I said, when I sing again, it's going to be with that band. And uh, and that's what happened. Okay, well, so, well the, I mean, the, the eternal question then, what what was your first Grateful Dead show? It was at Winterland, and uh, the new writers were playing um, Quicksilver Messenger Service, uh, the Jefferson Airplane, and then the Grateful Dead. And uh, I was on the back row of the balcony of Winterland the first time I heard the Grateful Dead. No drugs, nothing. I, I thought, all these people love this band, and maybe it's because of the drugs or something. You know, I, I didn't know. And uh, I didn't take anything, not even you know, any pot or anything like that. And I, it, it blew my mind. And I was never the same, never the same after hearing that band. It just absolutely took me into another world. Now, do you, do you feel, so, I, I, okay, I have, two, I have two questions. Do you, do you feel that, that that experience opened up your, your broadness to the types of music that you were drawn to more so than, than before? Well, yeah. Uh, the music that I had been drawn to and actually done was very arranged, produced, and, you know, I was a studio rat, so, uh, you know, it was headphones and every and the controlled environment of a recording studio. And when I saw the Grateful Dead, they were so improvisational right. in, in what they did. It was way different than anything that I'd experienced musically. And the energy that they had, and uh, it just, it, it won me over. And uh, I'm still a deadhead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it, it has, an, it has an, a lasting effect on one, for sure. So, okay, so how long before... From that from that show, was it between then and that you did actually start singing with them? Oh gosh, um, I think it was that summer, if I'm not mistaken, that I saw the band the first time. Um, and then Keith and I got married in November of that year. Dates, and then dates. We need it, dates, Donna. We need dates. Well, don't ask me. <laughs> Go to Dead Base or something. I'm the last one that knows the dates about anything. <laughs> um, no so, dates. I don't know. So it's, it's, um, let's go ahead. I'm it sorry. was about. I, I I would say it was within a year, and okay. not quite a year, probably. Okay. So now, of as that as that adventure started to unfold, do you have? Are, are, I mean, I would imagine you have a million memories. But are there are there certain memories or, or events that you know places that you might have played or a particular show that that you were at that has a has a particular fondness that you can remember? Well, of course, the Egypt shows. I mean, that was just so out of left field to get to go to Egypt and play in front of the Great Pyramid, you know, goodness gracious. I mean, that was an incredible experience as well. 
as being in that country and then taking a three-day uh, cruise up and down the Nile uh, with the band and, you know, just Grateful Dead family members and that kind of thing. Right. It was one of the most awesome things I've ever experienced in my life. And Europe was fantastic. Um, the first time we went in 72, I was, you know, fresh off of just trying to find my way around a, a stage instead of earphones. Right, right. <laughs> and, uh, so it, everything was so new, I was like a fish out of water. But I wanted to be in that water, and I stayed there. So now talking about the studio, what, I mean, I know that the a lot of artists need a certain energy in, in the studio, and, and the dead, they're, the live performances are obviously legendary, but I, I have I do have an affinity for some of the studio stuff. What was it like going into the studio to record? Oh, I loved recording with the Grateful Dead in the studio. There I had the Grateful Dead and I had my earphones. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, singing the harmony with those guys. And I always say that in the studio... With the three of us around a microphone, it was usually Bobby and Jerry and me, and every time we were in front of a microphone in the studio, it turned in, it dissolved into a comic routine, because they were so funny. Both uh, Bobby and Jerry were so funny. And we would have a blast in the studio. We loved it. And I love a bunch of stuff that came out of the studio, to tell you the truth. I, like I said, I, I had my the best of both worlds there. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, do you remember, I mean, let's let's go back, way back. Do you remember the first song that you ever sang? No. No, I don't remember the first song. You you mean with the Grateful Dead? No, no, no. I mean as as a youngster, just as, as I mean the first song you ever sang live. Well, I never sung live outside of the studio. I had never been on a stage before when I stepped on the stage of the Grateful Dead at Winterland. Wow. I had never been on a stage. I'd never even played in a bar. I had never done anything that normal people do. Um, so the first song, I gosh, I have no idea. What about in the studio? No, I, pardon? What about in the studio? First song in the studio, or in the or? Well, well, now that that's a loaded question because I was doing stuff in the studio like demos. For, for people, and as well, uh, you know, a little song that I wrote. Um, that's going back a long time. This was when the studios were first being built, and I was recording there. And um, not in a voice group, but just doing uh, solos on demos. But I don't remember the names of stuff. Do you have advice? Good grief, Andy. <laughs> well, 
People want to know. What, well, how about this? I'll tell them. I'll tell them what I remember. What, That's what, all I can do. What advice would you give your younger self? What? What? What advice would you give your younger self? Oh gosh, you were asking the. Ugh. This is what not a fluff be? piece. <laughs> uh, what advice would I give my younger self? Um, I think the first advice that I would give anybody, including myself, is to find out who you are and know inside you what you were supposed to be doing because anything else is not going to do it for you. And never let anything stop you from being that which you already are. You just got to go get it. And and I, I did that. I mean, that's how I lived my life. But advice I, I would give to anybody is don't get distracted. And even with me, you know, there were so many distractions in my life. You know, th- this was like the early 70s. Excuse me. And uh, there were a lot of uncontrolled substances going around. <laughs> I I would minimize that for the most part. You know, especially the the bad ones. You know, I I didn't dabble in the whole heroin thing. I couldn't go there. I never did that. But you know, um, just doing. What everybody was doing in that day and age, I, of course, I'm so much older now. I wouldn't do that again, I, because it can subtly take you away from the focus that you should be having. And uh, I would advise myself not to let that happen. Yeah, I, w- I would say that uh, the one thing I, I certainly learned is as as much as I I don't like the the advancement of time shall we say is but perspective for sure is 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 definitely a good is definitely a good thing perspective is a good thing of course it is yeah do you if have you a, don't have perspective you're just kind of out there somewhere do you have a particular story or memory about jerry that you, that is particularly sticks out in your mind oh i have about 5000 of those how about two? Um, <laughs> two. Hmm. Well, I, I would have to t- speak generally. Uh, there are so many real special times that uh, we had together. But one thing that really just spoke to me so deeply was the fact that Jerry was so generous with how he treated people. For instance, backstage when there would be a kid who wanted to play a guitar and who idolized Jerry Garcia, he he would sit down and patiently show them a chord or two and be kind to them. And he, his generosity spoke to me for nine years. 
of watching him be who he was. He was not just a guitar player. That guy was something else on every level. And um, I wouldn't take anything for having him in my life for those years because he changed me. He really did. He taught me so much. And uh, to speak specifically about a couple of things... um, I mean, I can I can only imagine because I know I, I know what he's done in in my life and you know the the millions of other folks. I can only imagine how how he impacted you firsthand. Oh well, one thing he, that he impacted me with was he encouraged me to to write songs, and I had already written a bunch of songs before, but as far as bringing something to the table regarding the Grateful Dead, you know, I was a little reticent about that. It's like Robert Hunter and Garcia, you know, what am I going to do? And and Weir and John Barlow. And I was a little reticent about that. And so when we were uh, about to make Terrapin Station, Jerry just encouraged me. He said, write a song, write a song and get it on this record. And um, that's how I ended up writing Sunrise was because he was so, like I said, he was so generous and encouraging. And he encouraged me to write, and it's one of the best songs I ever wrote. Now, now him, now him and Bob always seemed to have collaborators. Was that, I mean, was that something you you? wanted to emulate or, or not or did, or not necessarily emulate I to be honest I never thought about writing with someone else and uh because I just always I had an if I had an idea I was by myself and nobody was around and I wrote a song but um teaming up with Jeff Matson really expanded me in that regard because you're kind of stuck with what you know and and you just get stuck in that but when you have someone else on board with you who is who has different ideas and a different way of doing things that it's expanding it doesn't take away from who you are it it absolutely uh gives you 10 times more when you're collaborating with somebody. So Jeff and I have written a bunch of songs together. And um, and I love doing that. I like writing with someone else now. That's nice. And, and it seems like you really have, I mean, that you're, you're still flourishing in that regard, which is, which is just, and the music that you're making is just outstanding. Well, thank you. Thank you. I don't know that I could be happy doing... This is what I say about myself. If I'm not being creative, I'm dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, if I can't go out and do anything musically, I'm going to do something in my house or, or write songs or write this or... 
or or uh, do art or do something, I've got to be creative. I just that's the way I've been all my life, and uh, I don't think it's going to stop now. Well, that's good. I don't think we want you to stop. <laughs> Donna, it has been great talking to you. Thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and talk. Um, well, my pleasure. And hats off and good wishes and good everything to the people of Eugene. I love Eugene. Well, we're going to go out with something from Shakedown Street. I'm gonna, it's going to be France. And and when, when I used to travel to France, I always made sure that I played that because I do my show remote, and so I would play that one. <laughs> so and okay, so you're one, another person who who I have now spoken to who has worked with Lowell George. What was it like working with Lowell George on Shakedown Street? Before we go, well, Lowell lived with Keith and me while we were doing that, uh, making Shakedown Street, and he is a he was like a presence. Oh my gosh! Uh, I was not that familiar with, you know, their band, but Lowell George was a power to be reckoned with. He's a very sweet guy, but he was very intense. And um, I think the intensity between him and the rest of the band was volatile. You know, not physically or anything like that, but just creatively. Right. Wow. But but we loved him. I loved Lowell, Lowell George. Well, that is a good note to go out on. Well, it's been nice talking with you. Uh, thanks so much, Donna, for taking the time. Appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. It's ninety-two point seven. Oh, and I probably should say this. That the way to um, to get the song sheltered, you know, for download is go to Donna Jean and the Tricksters dot here now and here is spelled H E A R now dot com. Excellent. Donna Donna Jean and the Tricksters dot here now dot com. All right, we'll make sure we promote that for sure. Well, okay. Excellent. Thank you, Donna. That was the that was the point in getting it out <laughs> <laughs> so that people get to hear it. All right, my dear. Thank you again. All right, Andy. You have a good day. Stay right. safe and well. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.
gonna bet those he got hot stuff for sale what don't you do now stuff on the market and make a million too actually off the Hugh Laurie album didn't it rain oh yeah it it did and is <laughs> the weed smoker's dream that's right Dr. House himself here on KOCF and then Yield Grateful Dead uh, France from the Shakedown Street album and uh, once again boy thank you so much to Donna Jean for taking so much time to sit here and talk and we actually I think some of you missed some of the conversation because I think community calendar kicked in but we kept talking. That <laughs> was great. Going to take a break. Take care of the business. I'll tell you, coming up later on today, the Jazz Cafe at 4 o'clock, the Funk and Soul Review at 6 p.m., which beginning in April is going to be hosted by Funky James, Mr. Krabs himself. The Voodoo Lounge at 7, Music of the Rolling Stones, Little Feet Radio Hour at 8, and live from the Oregon Country Fair at 9, and the Golden Days of Radio at 10 p.m. What are we ready for? How about a birthday? This is from, uh, this is Nina. She uh, contributed to the Angel-Headed Hipster, Songs of T-Rex. This is a metal guru on KOCF.
My sign don't work. Take one. Gotta have a new sign. Aries. Cancer. Sagittarius. Leo. Librium. And Phenobarbital. You know, I got trouble, people. I'm gonna tell you all about it all. To the disco in my old shiny suit. Went down to the disco in my old shiny suit. Well, the thing that got me in was those platform Python dudes. Once I started dancing with that fine young girl. Once I started dancing around the floor with that fine young girl. She asked me my sign. Then she found out and threw up on the floor. She said you made me sick slim. We're astrologically death for each other. I said, look here, baby. I don't want you to take me home to mother. She said your sign don't work, and that's what I'd rather. You know, people, my sign don't work. My astronomical sign don't work. My astronomical sign don't work. Got to trade it in. I guess I can be new reborn, but I don't know when. Within the sound of my voice, I champ. Listen here, you people. Within the sound of my voice. Tell me what sign you choose if you had a choice. Give me the blues. Did I mention Aquarius? Is that the scenario? Well, after I cleaned my coat, I went back and got another girl. You know we dance all night in that disco world. But she found out my sign. Left like a stampeding buffalo herd. Let me tell you, my sign don't work. No, my sign don't work. I might be a Pisces. My sign don't work. Don't take it seriously, Pisces. Got to trade it in. If I told you my sign, you might know what shape I'm in. Take it out, fellas. Hit me, Fudgy! Hit me, Fudgy! 
rattles Scorpio Johnny Cobalt Born February 29th On the cusp of Virgo That might be where it is Hey baby, tell me what's your sign But please don't ask me tell you mine Tell me what's your sign But please don't ask me tell you mine
That would be the Talking Heads doing Swamp from Stop Making Sense here on KOCF. 92.7 on the FM frequency and, of course, streaming globally at KOCF.org. Welcome to all the folks listening, new and old. My name is Andy Goldfinger, your musical consigliere for another hour, it looks like. Ah, I guess we should be legal. KOCF LP Vanita. Amy Hellman, that set as well. That is Levon's daughter doing good news from Didn't It Rain. Oh, too many rain songs. We I, maybe if I play a bunch of sunshine songs, then the sun will return, the golden orb. Uh, Root Boy Slip and the Sex Change Band, My Sign Didn't Work, or I'm sorry, My Sign Don't Work, and Nina doing Metal Guru from the angel-headed hipster Songs of T-Rex here on KOCF. Uh, let's break for a moment. I'm telling you, you guys, you guys get your money's worth here at KOCF. Without a doubt, uh, you know. Uh, you know what else? I gotta get a. I gotta get a new chair, a new studio chair. This one is. It's not cutting it anymore. Up, down, yeah. Just, anyway, it's Wednesday. What do we got? Jazz Cafe today. Stuber just taking the night off, but we got something planned for you. Also, we have the Funk and Soul Review at six p.m. Voodoo Lounge, Music of the Rolling Stones at seven. Little Feet Radio Hour at eight. Live from the Oregon Country Fair at nine, and the Golden Days of Radio at ten. And this is a request for Jules in Ottawa, Canada, the Cowboy Junkies on KOCF. Take 
from the devil He tried to wrap my soul Well, he tried to take me down into his hole And once he has his soul Locked down in his hole He'll tell you that you won't be going back So I let that devil catch me And take my very soul Well, he took me down to his fiery hole
Oh, that's Jen and the Slow Kill here on KOCF. Madam Orleans from Cast the Die. Paul Simon at doing wristband, Wild Steed, featuring the vocals of the late Mark Shredemus Whalen and the rhythm section of the Osman Boys, plus the great keyboard work of one Wayne Cook. Cowboy Junkies. Oh, pardon me. Wow, I don't know what crept in there. Murder Tonight in the Trailer Park from uh, Best of the Cowboy Junkies. That going out by request to uh, Jules up in Canada. Now, I did take Donna's advice, you know, when Donna Gacho. And, yeah, if my mom had been alive, she would have made sure I pronounced her name correctly (laughs) at the beginning. But when Donna gives you advice, you go and take it. So I looked it up. Her first show, it didn't give the exact date, but it was October 1970. And then her first song on stage with the dead was December 31st, 1971, and didn't become a full member until uh, later in 72. And if you can go to her website, Donna Jean and the Tricksters dot here now, that's H-E-R-H-E-A-R-N-O-W dot com, and you can pick up the new single. Might as well give you a little taste and jump on in. Coco Montoya.
it's Herman from Leftover Salmon. You're listening to KOCF right here inside the radio. Hey, I'm inside here. Let me out. Give me out of the speaker. Hey. Come on. Yeah, barely had a heat, but what we had kept a belly full of eats. Just a short slip away from being belly on the streets. Hard scrabble over grits, jelly on the wheat. Unabashed with a drive to keep our family on our feet. Hard work raising youngins in the belly of the beast. To be sitting around the table getting ready for the feast. It wasn't easy and it wasn't alone, but we still got a long road to hoe on the road. So what gets sold gets the water to grow. And the sunlight to get the harvest ready to show. So it goes that though whatever served on the menu could react with situations that you've been through, we can still get through like we got through. We are not through, just know we got you. But I'm here to slay monsters like Geralt the Witcher And I'm here with ya, that's all she wrote Tight like a fat couple caught up in coach For my bros and my blokes Mamacitas y amigas, yes, all of my folks If the whole world starts to go up in smoke We're riding together and we're going for broke But I'm trying to make sure that don't happen Climb on this boat with me, ride with your captain Maintain yourself in an orderly fashion Calm and collected, but I still need your passion. This is a call to action, packed with exact facts. Building more bridges than you will with a hashtag. Big dog barking, and the fat cats running. Revolution coming now, ain't that something? Sure is a
Gotta be my favorite Eric Clapton record. EC was here, rambling on my mind. Figure we book in with some blues. Uh, Gangsta Grass, Ride With You from No Time for Enemies. Al Hurt and the Al Hurt Band with Sugar Blues. The Specials, doing Monkey Man. That's going out to Oscar in North Carolina. And then Coco Montoya started that set off with Witness Protection from Coming In Hot. Yeah, we are, as usual, winding down. We've got to get it in while we can. The lady's going to finish things off. Ma Rainey going to start it. Her and her Georgia band.
Jocelyn and Chris aren't out of my head from their one night in November. That was released last year during the pandemic. It seems like quite a bit of music was released. Artists really did a pivot and made sure that their music was out there and unique and cool. St. Vincent from her album Daddy's Home, Pay Your Way in Pain, and Ma Rainey and her jazz band doing the CC Rider Blues, kind of similar to Elvis's version from this morning. Well, believe it or not, I am heading on out of here. I will return tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel, 10 a.m. Pacific time. Don't be afraid. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell people you don't like. Tune in KOCF at 92.7 and KOCF.org. Coming up later on today, the Jazz Cafe at 4 o'clock. Funk and Soul Review at 6. The Voodoo Lounge, Music of the Rolling Stones at 7. Little Feet Radio Hour at 8. Live from the Oregon Country Fair at 9. And the Golden Days of Radio at 10. I leave you with this song because I really have no choice anymore. It's traffic and rainmaker. KOCF. Have a good day, folks.
Rainmaker, 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 Rainmaker.
be honest with you, I love his music. I do. I'm a Michael Bolton fan. For my money, I don't know if it gets any better than when he sings When a Man Loves a Woman. Oh, behave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.